Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Piber on Seattle Sports Station. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome back to the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710 Seattle Sports app. Coming at you live this morning from the number 3 riversmarine.com studio. How you doing, Joey Pyburn? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm getting... I'm staring at my phone, looking at fish <laughs> pictures. Guys are blowing my phone up right now. That's hateful. That's just mean while we're stuck in the studio. Matt Nelson running the board and very special studio guest this morning, Reinhold Shook of Three Rivers Marine. Well, Reinhold, you and I have known each other for a long year, long time, and uh, Dave Lee, the owner of Three Rivers, and I have known each other for you know going on 25 years now. In fact, I... I, I went from uh, running a wood sled and guiding out of a wood sled on the Skagit to a Thorbelt sled, which my welder called the foil flyer because I had to bring it back to him several times a season to get that thing tacked back together. <laughs> and, and, then I, and then I saw Dave's Super V Aluma Weld, and that was my first real sled. And, and I got to fish out of it, and I ended up buying it from Dave. I had that boat for a, a number of years. The gold standard of sleds. Dude, I tell you what. I mean, you... You know, you you don't know what a good one is until you've been in a bad one. And with with jet pumps, I mean, that thing would hook up on a corner like nothing else I, I had ever experienced. And uh, but you know, and, and and Dave and I fished together from the you know from the Columbia on up to this neck of the woods and steelhead here and there. So you know, I, I'm 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 thrilled that that you know we're finally get a chance to kind of officially work together, Reinhold. It's been a long time coming to get this into the forefront. I mean, obviously, it's been a lot of years behind the scenes. Um, you know, as, as both of our companies' values have matured, um, you know, it just, it, it's really great that we've gotten a chance to align, obviously. Um, it, it's a perfect time. Uh, both of us are about bringing new people into the sport. Um, with uh, the advent of COVID, we saw a bunch of new anglers. I see a lot of young faces in the store. Yeah, which is wonderful. Man. It's exciting. It's, yeah. it's a great time to be in the industry. It, uh, it makes you feel alive when you're on the sales floor. Sharing those experiences with your customers, those new anglers, those new boaters, having those those first time experiences, it just it just brings you back to what made it special for you in the beginning. That, you know, that exactly, you could, could not have said that any better. And and just even getting to the studio this morning, oh, there's a boat, oh, there's a boat, oh, there's a boat. You know, absolutely. You know, and and it's just it's great that to see the enthusiasm around fishing that, that we haven't seen in, in a while, and right. and then for that enthusiasm to be greeted. By a really solid wave of Chinook hitting the sound right now too, Absolutely. you know. But we had Danny Garrett on the show earlier, and and there's there's similar excitement around bass fishing. There's similar excitement around trout fishing and all the freshwater opportunities, and 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 that's what you guys do so well at Three Rivers Marine is you you offer people not only the products but also the expertise to get them headed in the right direction for all these adventures. Yeah, in, in some regards, it's really self-serving because we don't want to go anywhere else ourselves right. to get the best quality products. Therefore, we can bring it into one central location, whether it's North River, Duckworth, Yamaha, yeah. Shimano, G. Loomis, Alumaweld, Godfrey Pontoons. We just added Riverhawk boats. I mean, we have something for everybody, and we have special people in the store that specialize in each one of those categories. Our fabricator there, Paul Fluger, our very first employee, 20 years. Our service manager, 18 years, started off as a tackle employee. 
I mean, we have some longevity at that store. It's a very special place. Well, and being an angler himself, and not just an angler, but Dave Lee is one of the most talented sticks that I've ever had the honor to be around and fish with. And he knows what a guy needs on his boat. And that's where the fabrication angle of of Three Rivers Marine really has no peer. There's been so many times where somebody has seen something on, on my boat like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Right. Where'd you get that? Right. And and the answer is always the same. In, in in fact, I had Byron Bolton on my boat up in Sitka, and I got the best garbage can wow. in the history of garbage cans. The that that the the diamond plate. You've seen it, right? Of course. And it's built like a brick, right? But it's it's it hangs on a rod tray, but it's also strong enough to be used as a step in the right configuration. Sure. And so it, it most of the stuff on that that you guys make on the fabrication front is extremely useful, but it's also extremely versatile. Right. From the rod holders to the bait tables to, to so much more. And that only happens experience is really the only the only teacher. If if you spend time on the water, you're gonna come up with these innovations. Yes. And and that's what that's what Dave and, and Paul have really done. Yeah, absolutely, and and to capitalize on that, it's uh, it's it's a lot of innovation um, of Dave, of course, and our employees, but it's also listening to the customers yes. and learning from them. You're having so many experiences with customers coming in and telling you about their style of fishing, how they work, and we're taking away from that. Every day is a learning experience. A lot of guys are fishing for a lot of years who are doing it a certain way that I never thought of. And, and that's really what's special about that place, because in every aspect, we're also learning from our customers, learning what they want. Yeah. I mean, we were talking earlier, you know, you guys put together a new boat for Austin Mosier. You know, Austin comes over, he he's in there with you guys, explaining what he wants, what he needs. And then you guys put the, together this amazing boat. I've been on it. We oh, yeah, both, we, we, both it. we fished on it a, a bunch. Um, he they, they lived there for a week putting that thing He did. Exactly. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He, was he had a he name goes, tag. Oh, it was, was weird. <laughs> <laughs> guys put him on the payroll. It was weird. It, well, and so then you guys get to take all that information that, you know, Austin has been doing this a long time, like Dave, yes. and apply it to a customer's boat who's just a, a fisherman. And then he's got this, basically a boat set up like a guide. Bingo. Rod lockers Bingo. built into the side yes. of it. It's just like all this cool stuff. And I don't know, man. I, I The I same love... advantages that Austin has, you can have for yourself yes. in the regard to that vessel. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And and nowhere was the distinction of having a boat come out of the, of the store correctly than two weeks ago. Joey and I did a demo on a customer that, that purchased a 30-foot duck for some dealer in California, and I don't even know the name of the dealer. But as soon as I stepped on that boat, I, I, I knew there was this was missing, this was missing, this was missing. And when you get a new boat, you're not even sure what questions to ask, you, right. right? You don't even know. So it's, it, it's that, to me, it's that, that tacit knowledge thing I keep going to where you don't know what somebody else doesn't know, and you know things so deeply about this boat because, I mean, I had hull number one. I've spent four years, and I've run in excess of 10,000 miles in southeast Alaska. Wow. I know that boat, right. okay? In and, and out. And in and out. And, and, you know, and that's, just, that's just my time in southeast. You can tack a few thousand other miles, you know, ripping around <laughs> here. Right. I mean, Joey and I put almost 2,000 gallons of fuel through that boat here last July. So I get on this gentleman's boat, and right away I see, you know, he he's, doesn't really know how to control the kicker. Nobody's even set up something as simple as the fuel gauge for this guy. So right. the first thing we did is, is we met him in Elliott Bay Marina and we went to the fuel dock and set up his Raymarine system and initialized the fuel system and, and get all that stuff done. But you are doing a disservice to the customer if you don't do those basic setups. 
And and after you and I have done enough demos together, I know that when they get a boat out of the shop at Three Rivers Marine, it's not going to have those deficiencies. It never would have left the shop that way. It that, never I mean, would have. They, they had dude. no clue even – I don't even know if they knew how to turn on the Raymarine, you know, their, their electronics. They didn't know – they hadn't been shown anything. Nothing. Right, yeah. and, and, and that's where the relationship is key. No dealer on the history of the face of the planet can deliver a boat like Tom's, fully outfitted, and expect a customer to run off on their no, own and no. be successful. There's no way. You have to be, at to some degree, at their beck and call. You right. have to be available. You have to do as much as you can throughout that relationship to, to keep that guy out on the water and successful. And, and, the, and the thing of it is, you, you get the boat and it works, and you don't even know what went on behind the scenes to make that boat work and fish and do the job that you purchased it for. You only see the dissatisfied customers that go and, and get stuff from other dealers because the dealers, the installers themselves, didn't even know that, that this was something they needed to pay attention to. Yeah. And, and that's why you know I, I pride myself, and, and Joey and I, we've been on so many other people's boats and 30-foot ducks and, and any other boat, it doesn't matter, and helped them get something straightened around that they wouldn't – they wouldn't have had any clue how to do. That's why Three Rivers Marine does such a great job because all the guys in the rigging, they're, they're not like the entry-level dude. The yes. rigging department, you guys have rigging rock stars in that. It's place. unbelievable. Yeah. Marine electricians, unbelievable yes. amount of hours, unbelievable amount of work. I mean, dialed to the nines. I mean, absolutely. That That's the pride of Three Rivers Marine as well is, is the job that we do in rigging these systems. These offshores are becoming so complex. There's so many more things available, um, constantly innovating. I mean, obviously fish finders, like we were discussing, a lot of people don't know the basic functions, let alone the hierarchy. I mean, there's so much out there. There's so much new technology every day. And, you know, and it's like everybody has a computer at home and that will that's capable of doing more than you know how to ask it to do. Without question. That situation exists in in another multiplier, another level of complexity with marine electronics. Absolutely. Because people don't get to spend enough time on them to know. But but the, today's marine electronics, particularly the Raymarine stuff, dude, it, 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 it's your fish finder, it's your chart plotter, it's your radar, it's your entertainment system. It, it, it's it's you your know, autopilot. It's your it's autopilot. It's your, your weather station. Your bingo, it's everything. It's everything. It's, it's everything. everything. And, and it's your gauges, your engine gauges now. Everything Just communicates. Like, everything communicates. And so, but if you don't know how to take advantage of all these labor savers and you're, you're just lost in this, in this morass, that's why you need somebody to get on this boat with you and, and ask you how you're going to use the boat and set it up. And that's where you guys excel. So if, if somebody shows up at the number three Rivers Marine.com today. What are they, they going to get? Sounds like you got, the guys got some. Well, you go ahead and mention the show. We're going to get you a branded T-shirt, Yamaha on Three Rivers Marine. Absolutely come in. Maybe you uh, tell them code word Reinhold, which nobody will remember. We'll get you a free sweatshirt or something. Walk into Three Rivers Marine and say Reinhold. Okay, all right. That's, so, that's got to be worth a free sweatshirt. Now, also, you guys have kind of expanded into pontoons, and you got you got like four pontoons sitting there right now. So. Our last four, 322s and a 24, more cup holders than a movie theater. <laughs> Unbelievable machines. Some, those things need to go home. So yeah. we're, we're going to blow those things out this week and come in and see us. We've got them uncovered. We're willing to wheel and deal and get you out on the water. So And they, they all come with Yamaha Power and Trailer. Check like that. If you're, you're, in a, you're in the market for a pontoon, head up to the number 3riversmarine.com studio. All right, we're going to pop out of here for a quick break. Uh, coming up next, a critically acclaimed award-winning Northwest Outdoor Port right here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. 
The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Taking your safety seriously for over 70 years. Green Area 9 and 10 open for hatchery. Chinook, the long-awaited, much-anticipated Admiral Inlet and Central Puget Sound Selective Chinook opener. This Thursday in the tide set is nothing short of fierce. We're looking at a 430 high tide of 10.5 feet and a noon low of minus 3.9 for a stunning 14.5-foot ebb. This translates into high current velocities and dry boat ramps, so please plan accordingly. The Area 9 quota is 4,700 Chinook. The Area 10 number is over 3,900. This season, Area 9 is managed at a series of three-day openers Thursday through Saturday. And Area 10 Chinook retention runs through October 31st, but it's highly unlikely that both these fisheries will reach their quotas prior to the end days. Don't wait. Get out there. Get your Puget Sound Hatchery King. San Juan Island opener. A, a two-week delay in the traditional Chinook opener in Marine Area 7 has done nothing to dampen enthusiasm for San Juan Chinook angling. Fresh off the seven-day debacle that was salmon fishing in Area 7 in 2021, WDFW has given us three days this year, and the fishery will be reassessed to determine if enough Chinook impacts remain to conduct a second three-day direct Chinook fishery or keep it open for what should be a bumper crop of coho coming this way in August and September. Reports from the the Straits indicate that there's a big wave of Chinook headed this way, and silver hoard gold star squid in purple haze and kingfisher spoons in the ever-popular herring aid finish are getting bit. Mature, mature, mature Chinook don't always hug the bottom, so run your gear where the sonar marks arcs and you'll score a San Juan Chinook. Baker Lake Sockeye opened up today. Baker Lake WDFW opened up Baker Lake this morning with a two-sockeye limit, which is kind of strange since according to WDFW's Baker Lake page, they only have placed one, that's O-N-E, one, that's at, at one half of a spawning pair in the lake. So, don't rush up there right away, but when they do arrive, look for schooling fish on your sounder. Toll slowly at 25 to 35 feet at first light with a Les Davis Ott Dodger. 12-inch leader to bear gamakatsus of the Mylar Ts are better than a quick, though. With elevated temperatures in the lake this year, expect the best action in this fishery in late July because by mid-August, these rapidly maturing sockeye will become less aggressive. Ilwako opened up on June 25th, and to date reports Chinook catch of 650 Chinook, which is 9% of the Area 1 guideline. Marine Area 2 Westport opened July 2nd, and 950 anglers reported 300 Chinook, or 2% of the Area guideline. La Push is lightly attended by only 150 anglers who caught 75 Chinook, and a 50% success rate is currently the best on the coast. Marine Area 4, Nia Bay, Chinook fishery was paused after 61% of the quota was caught after only 14 days. Nia Bay will reopen July 25th west of Vanilla Tatouche Line for two fish, one Chinook, one Hatchery Coho. And then on August 1st, Area, um, area 4 East will open for two Clip Coho. CQ is currently on an every other day schedule as 25% of the quota was taken in only four days. This is one of the best Chinook seasons in several years, so get out there and get yours. Sport crabbing got underway on July 1st, and so far so good in most areas. Here's the summer's crab season schedule. Marine areas 4, 5, 6, 8, 9 opened up July 1st, open through September 5th, Thursdays through Mondays only. Green Area 7 South is open July 14th through September 30th, Thursdays through Mondays only. Green Area 10 opened up July 3rd through September 5th, sat Sundays and Mondays only. Green Area 11 opens July 3rd through August 30th. Sundays and Mondays only, Marine Area 12, Hood Canal north of AOC, opened up July 1st, runs through September 5th, again on that Thursday through Monday schedule. The daily limit throughout Puget Sound is five Dungeness Crab Males only, hard shell condition, with a minimum carapace width of six and a quarter inches. Summer seasons for the upcoming fisheries are also posted at www.wa.gov. Here we go, guys, the inaugural Dog Derby. If you're a football fan who's also a fisherman with a seaworthy boat, this may 
be the perfect event for you. Introducing the first annual Dog Derby at the Port of Everett on Saturday, July 16th. The Dog Derby is sure to be one of the most unique fundraising events in the Northwest. This Hatchery Chinook Tournament pairs current University of Washington football players with participating guests in a one-day salmon fishing tournament, which includes a skippered boat, fishing gear, breakfast, lunch, fishing, event hoodies, official weigh-in ceremonies, and much, much more. The event is limited to 20 boats, so hurry over to huskyfootballnil.com and get registered to get in the game. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Find the best in tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shock struts, and more at leschwab.com. So I, I just, uh, Damon Heward just texted me. He's going to be joining us next Saturday aboard the boat. We need, we need two more boats, two more boats, and you're going to get hooked up. There's swag. You get a $100 gas card. So, again, it's free for the guys that are, are helping us out with a boat. And you get entered in for a whole bunch of stuff. You're going to get a dog derby sweatshirt, get to hang out with some cool guys, and get a husky football. And player listen, on your you boat. get you get to be part of the network. Yeah, dude. When we're out there fishing, you'll have my phone number, you'll have Tom's phone number. You can call us at any time, text us. We'll give you real time reports, what's going on, what we're catching fish on, and where. Absolutely. I mean, you help us out with this. We're going to help you out right back. And if you want to get involved, email Cameron at SteinbergSports.com. That's Cameron. C-A-M-E-R-O-N at SteinbergSports.com or give them a call 206-228-5130. That number again, 206-228-5130. I was going to put another rocket in the pocket of WDFW for opening up Baker Lake with only one sockeye, but I I think there's going to be ample opportunity to do that next week. So tell you what, we're going to pop out of here for a quick break. Coming at you next with a Duckworth Wheelhouse, Austin Mosier from the Central Columbia River right here on the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, and the Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's Wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Welcome to the Wheelhouse here on Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. You're listening to the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line. It's kind of nice having three people in here It is. Good. We have a we're trifecta. Tri- yeah. Well, Matt Nelson running the board, Joey Piper on my left. Reinhold Schutt, Category Manager for Three Rivers Marine, to my left. And on the phone, none other than Boom Pow, Austin Mogier. What's up, buddy? How we doing, fellas? What is going over there? On over there on the east side, buddy. I heard something about a couple sockeye coming up that creek. What's 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 the deal? Yeah, we got a few sockeye coming for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're out here trolling around this morning, dude, doing hot laps, catching catching fish, hooking fish, losing fish. I mean, all the fun stuff that goes along with sockeye, trying to dodge all the other boats and uh, trying to stay out of trouble and put them in the boat, you know. And um, there's about 28 boats where I'm at right now in a small little area. But we're catching fish, and uh, we're having a good time doing it. So gorgeous weather today, blue skies, and uh, and fish around. Are you, so, are you at Chelan Falls, or are you where are you at? Oh, I'm, I'm down here right below Notellum Canyon, right <laughs> off the edge of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're down here in, uh, in Wenatchee. We're fishing uh, a little spot I like to fish below the dam, and uh, there's... Like I said, 28 boats in about an eighth of a mile stretch, and we're all spinning circles together in unison. <laughs> Everybody's just totally polite, you know. That's <laughs> you no, know, yeah. <laughs> except for the cranky bankies or lobbing sinkers <laughs> into your heads. Uh, so, Austin, you really described a unique set of circumstances that I kind of want to dig into a little bit. 
where you had a spill that was so profound on the Columbia spilling over the dams that it colored up the water. And at one point you actually had standing waves in the river and it made, it became turbid. So d- describe yep. that to me because there's, I, I'm concerned about, about that, but I'm also excited, but I'll tell you why after you tell me how, what that looked like, man. Yeah. So, so they, you know, we've had all these fires over the years up in here. And, and, and so, um, when we get these big uh, rainstorms, it seems to color up the, the rivers. Well, the Okanagan was flowing mud, the Inuit was flowing mud, the the uh, Methow was flowing mud, and when when it did that, it pushed out into the Columbia and it colored up the water, and it went from like uh, you know a light light green that you can see down in a ways to a a darker green that had a lot of stuff in it, and you just the visibility was only about two feet, and it really shut off the bite for us um, all the way up and down, but. It cleared up yesterday, and uh, and and I guess guys did really good yesterday. I had the day off, and today it looks good. Water's clear. We're catching fish. What are you dragging so, around? You know, I got these Dodgers on. Uh, um, I got a lead ball and Dodgers. We're fishing six rods. We're running uh, little hoochie setups, uh, similar to kokanee setups, but a little bit bigger. And I got a one of those raised bait coon shrimp on there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and those are catching fish right now i tell you what the red one is the dominant color it's funny last year austin you know he he came over to get some bait and i i just thought pink because we sell more pink than red on this side so i had all these you know 32 ounce pinks and he's just like no i don't i don't no i gotta have red i'm like it doesn't matter just take the pink ones but no it's 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 weird right it's the red the red outfish everything it really does for me, and, and those pink ones you gave me, I dyed them red. <laughs> <laughs> One shade darker. There it is. So that uh, going back, though, to that, to that spill, <clears throat> I am super excited about this because when, when you have a turbidity and a big freshet flush event like this, not only does it reduce bird predation on these fish because it colors up the water, that flow, that volume of water is going to move some smolts down what used to be a free-flowing river, but is now a series of reservoirs, right? And it does so with reduced temperatures. And so we're going to see smolt survival in that section of, of, you know, of the river that we haven't seen in a number of years. Man, I just hope this trend continues. So not only are we getting more smolts down that creek, but they're, they're encountering a very productive ocean. Because, man, how can you, Austin Moser, look at the dam counts and not be damn excited? Oh, my gosh. We're on the, the biggest upswing I've seen in a long time. And, and I'm happy uh, about it. We, the future is looking really bright for the Columbia River salmon fisheries, and people are taking notice, you know, and, 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 and we're, people are booking up. All the guides I know are catching fish, and, and they're all booked up, and, and we're thriving on, this, on these numbers, and this is, uh, this is awesome. I mean, four years from now, what I'm excited about is, is those sockeye are running up the river, and they're not stopping. So, so they're going to go into Brewster, and we're going to have all those fish go up into the spawning grounds before that thermal barrier comes in. And then four years from now, we're going to have phenomenal runs as long as these ocean conditions hold out. It could be awesome. Hey, Austin, and how long does that fishery last typically? How long are you guys fishing on that? You know, I fish, I fish up here until uh, about August 1st, and then I'm headed to Bowie 10. Uh, I, I get down there to chase those big kings and, and do all that stuff down at the coast, but guys stay up here and they fish them all the way into august um you know for me i like getting down there and getting out of that 110 degree weather and getting into that 75 degree coastal uh area and catching big kings but it, it lasts up here uh 
all the way into August. It's a, it's a, it's a really good fishery for central Washington. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the numbers are crazy. You know, we, I, you know, we talked about it earlier in the show that the forecast was for just under 200,000. Um, so, and, and is it 500, did they, did they bump the limit to six yet or is it still four? Nope. It's four. Four. Uh, we're, we're at four right now. But probably I, we'll go to six. It's going to go to six. Yeah, once they get them over Priest Rapids, then they'll probably up that number to six. Wow. 553,000 sockeyes over Bonneville. That's almost three <laughs> three times the preseason total. That's twice what the 10-year average is, and there's more coming. I mean, you can kind of infer something of a peak to the run. If you look at the raw numbers going over Bonneville with 53,000 going over the end of June, but then we had another 50,000-day you know, shortly thereafter that, and, and and so that may have been the peak of this. But, but there's a long tail on this. This last Wednesday, too. we still had, I think, 20, almost twenty thousand. Nineteen five. Yeah. So I mean, this this is a fishery that has legs, and the thing of it is, these 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 sockeye and the chinook that come up to that that section of the Columbia are, are genetically predispositioned to hold this oil in their flesh. They cut great, man. They eat wonderfully. So they eat so well. In fact, Austin. When when Joey came back last year, I didn't even get a sniff of one of those sockeyes. He ate, he ate them all himself. <laughs> yeah, they're very good. They're very good. They're cut in red, marbled meat. Um, and, and the ones we're getting right now are really nice because they're shooting up the river so fast. And our water temperature is 61 degrees. So those fish are holding up really well. Still ten, got scales on them. They're not all slimy and colored yet. Is that 10, um, ten, degrees, nice cool, fish. 10 degrees cooler than it was last year? I would say so. I don't recall exactly, but it seems like it's usually running around 70 degrees, right? Yeah. Man, and that's so, not that's not healthy. I knew man. when I was over there with you, that water, I think I remember the water was 74 degrees. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and that's just, and that's when you encounter the pre-spawn mortality and just yeah. waste these fish. So, yeah, man, we get all this water over there. It's just going to be a great thing. So when when does the Chinook fishing uh, get, get cranking up over there, buddy, in that same stretch? You know, generally it's it's going, it, it, you know, right right when the season starts, we're hammering them. Like last year we caught eight Chinook the opening morning, uh, July 1. But this year they were just really slow to arrive. It was the toughest opener I've ever seen. Um, but the fish are coming. They're just a little bit late this year. Everything's about two weeks late. And uh, they're showing up. We're catching them on sockeye gear. Guys are starting to get them. And uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So we're, we're hopeful that they just keep coming. The numbers look good. Wanapum's fishing really good. There's so many guys down there catching fish, but uh, it's such a rat race down there. I don't even like to go down there, but uh, that that means they're coming to us. That's uh, that, that's the dam below me. There are a couple oh, man, dams I'm just, down. I'm just looking at so. you know. I'm looking at three days that had had over fifty thousand on the 27th of June and 28th of June and the 29th of June. You had you had those are three fifty thousand Chinook days. Or excuse me, fifty thousand sockeye days. That's I, I I don't know the last time we've seen these numbers. Those are shad numbers. Oh my shad, gosh. they yeah, are man, shad numbers. No shad <laughs> numbers. All right, Austin Mosier, will you uh you, you keep in touch, my friend, and uh before you know it, we'll be staring at each other down at Bowie Ten, buddy. I want to see another sockeye flower out of you. <laughs> where, where did you I'm get that where did you get that idea, by the way? I was anyway, talking that... to Mark Iwasa yesterday and he's like, Were you did you go over and fish with Austin? And I go, No, I just I stole his sockeye flower picture and posted it because I go, because he stole he he got that from us. We had a halibut flower. We had, we had the halibut flower. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Always trying to think of new ways to post pictures. Aust- yeah. Austin's <laughs> NorthwestAdventures.com. Go check out his Three Rivers Marine rig boat. And uh, You got any days left? You got any openings there, buddy? Yeah, we got a few, not much, and I'm starting to book my midday uh, afternoon trips for these sockeyes. So I think I got like two mornings left, and and we're already booking afternoon trips. <laughs> two Running season. doubles, yeah. two a double double season. Two a, yeah, I thought two a days into the football work. season, but no, no. Austin Mosier, Austin's NorthwestAdventures.com. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Good luck today. Thanks, Austin. See you, Austin. Thanks for having me on. All right, buddy. Coming up next, the hottest report heard all week of the techniques you need to succeed. It's Roe Robinson RV.com's Really? Where? And it's next here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. No way. you got to be kidding me. Really? Where? It's coming back from the island of Tinny and the lady. Where'd you get him, man? No way. you, you got to tell me. I, I, I'm not going to tell anybody. Ocean to hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a nice jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? It's time for you to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the Northwest. Head over to the all-new Roy Robinson RV Center. You're going to find a complete selection of Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth wheelers, tour haulers, pop-ups, campers, and so much more, including the new interactive RV shopping tool. How much can you tow? Good thing to know before you go. Go check that out and more. Roy Robinson RV. Roy Robinson RV dot com. All right. Joseph Pibernicus. Well, we just had got? Austin on, you know, from Austin's Northwest Adventures. And if you're into catching sockeye and, and the Chinook fishing is going to pick up over there. Or you could you could go to Baker Lake where WDFW opened up Baker Lake with a two-fish limit when there's one sockeye in Baker Lake. You so, could do that that's, if you wanted to. That's a fake opportunity yes. right there. Yes, yes it is. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, the, the fishing over there is, is going to be phenomenal. There's so many fish. And, and that flush of water we had is going to move fish. Oh, baby. So, you know, you can the cool thing is you can track those fish. Watch them go over those dams and know where they're at. Um, checking with, uh, Nikki Kester yesterday, we had an algae bloom out in area 10, kind of changed things a little bit. So if you're going to go chase those resis, you better go start running some bigger, bigger stuff, you know, big spoons probably. Okay. Or Nick Kester actually stopped by and got herring. Oh no. Bait. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my that? goodness. Oh man. Um, you know, he's going to forget them and they're going to stink and he's going to hate bait again. So that's okay. <laughs> that's right. But, um, Westport, dude. Yeah. I talked to Open uh, up Saturday. Nick Scafteron from High Life yep. Charters out there. He said you go out to the 200-foot line. Run. They're running deep. 11 miles? Yep. Running their gear deep. He said, hoochies. I was like, okay, what, like color? He goes, it, does, he's <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. He's like, whatever you put down there, you get bit. So you know how they rig their hoochies, dude? They get a big mustache yeah, yeah, yeah. monster hook. Clamp it on a swivel, put the swivel yep. in the hoochie, and run it on 70-pound test behind yeah. flashers and just grind them. Well, and they they crushed them, and our buddy uh, Brock Akers was out there fishing oh, yeah. with Nick, and won, they won the, the derby with a 13-pounder for the day. So um, great fishing out there. I also had some guys check in from Milwaukee, like we said in the Northwest Outdoor Report, not a lot of people at Milwaukee. Yeah. But guess what? They're crushing it. Yeah. 150 guys, 75 fish, 50%. Um, you know, and, there, and and what kills me is, despite the fact Nia Bay is closed, there's still nobody in La Push, yeah. you know? And, and dude, you can catch fish at La Push, right? Oh. You know? I mean. I know guys that are running down there yes. from Nia Bay, and that's one of the reports I got from yeah. Matt Chandler. He said he was watching, he was out in, in about 300 feet of water offshore, 
And he was said he was just watching Chinook porpoising around. Yeah, it's nuts. It's unbelievable. So, and, and can't wait, can't wait, can't wait for Thursday in our Marine Area 7, 9, and 10 openers. Those those are going to be stellar, man. Do not do not miss those at all. And uh, once again, Reinhold Shook, man, thanks for thanks for coming on in here. It's been it's been fun having you in here. And, uh, you know, and, and Joey and I, and I know I can speak for Robbo, too, we're, we're really excited about this new partnership with Three Years Marine because it, it, it's, it's more than just – Selling stuff. It, it it it's more than Duckworth. It's more than 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 Raymarine. It's more than Yamaha. It's, it's look, holistic, it, dude. The thing of it is, we've we've got some real issues with WDFW right now. Yes. And and you know, Dave has been super. Dave Lee has been super active in the past with regard to you know kind of swinging this pendulum in the other way. But right now, we've we've got a, a Department of Fish and Wildlife that is not emphasizing sport fishing. They're not working on getting us more opportunity. Our, our opportunities are completely untethered from, from abundance, which, which is, is just no way to run a railroad. And, and you know, we need, we need to inform the public. We need to, you know, make sure we get things pushed back in the right direction, you know. And, I mean, yes, there's the ballot box this fall, hashtag no incumbents 2022. But, but still, there, there's other things that, that, that we can do to, to get that done. But the, Three Years Marine is a great place to go to get your feet wet, get some instruction, Get a boat rig correctly, but get the right gear. I mean, you guys got legends behind that counter, like Tom Sakamoto, for instance. Some the knowledge. best angler that you've never heard of. That's right, dude. That's right, and it's around every corner in that store. And then back to your original point, uh, definitely want to get together with you, bring folks together, advocate for not only anglers but uh, whole communities that are adversely affected by the loss of opportunities. Dude, yes, yeah. absolute whole communities suffering, and, and that's and that's one of the things that. That, that is lost in all this is the economic opportunity and driver that is recreational fishing in the state Without of Washington, question. you know, and, and, and it, and it's, it, it's really, it, it, it bothers me that that part of the conversation has been lost for so long. I mean, a, a, a recreational fish means 10 times to the local economy, what a commercially caught fish does. And yet, yet again and again and again, WDFW emphasizes commercial opportunity over over recreational harvest. Look at last year in the San Juans where we had seven days total of salmon angling in San Juans when there's three months of commercial netting. It, this this just it, we're so out of whack right now. Such it's, an imbalance. It is, and and it's unfair, especially when the citizens and the license holders are footing the bill to you know for these hatchery fish in no small measure. And and we see, see stuff like this. Today's opener in Baker Lake. Oh, you can keep two sockeyes, but there's only one sockeye in the lake. One. Where there's been almost a month of commercial netting from you know from saltwater up up into the river, and I'm not look commercial fishing is going to be there. I get it, Absolutely. and I'm not against that. But there has to be a balance, and it's codified in Bolt that there is a balance and there is a payback. But it's not the way that, that WDFW is running the railroad, and that's going to change. I think you said it very well. I mean, uh, drivers, uh, anglers are the drivers of this industry. Recreational anglers are the drivers of this industry, but we are constantly backseated. By WDFW, and it's it's unfair. There is a significant imbalance in that, well, in that and, system. And and the attitude that, that that I get, I mean, I was on a conference call this week with Mark Balzell, and I asked mm. him for the test fishing numbers. They're test fishing in 11, and they're test fishing in 9 and 7. And I said, well, when can we see these numbers? And he said, and I quote, you'll get them when I send them to you. And then we get an incomplete set of data last night that just had numbers that didn't have any time stamp on them, didn't have any any area on them. It was just a line of four. It was it's it's ridiculous the attitude. These people are public servants, and yet they treat us like we're something they're scraping off the bottom of their their shoe at the at the at the bus stop. It's not right. 
It's and not, we want to be responsible stewards. We're asking dude, for that information. 100%. We're asking for that information so we can make informed decisions as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, and, and I stand here as a willing partner with, with WDFW. I've advocated for them for years. Yes. But this latest sea change that I'm seeing, and, and even on the big game front, Joey, when we're talking about the situation in the blues where, where the WDFW commission, you know, is, is basically emphasizing predator, predators over the prey. I mean, yeah. Talented, yeah. passionate wildlife biologists have looked at the Blue Mountains and established a carrying capacity for elk in that population. Totally disregarding the science, saying, ah, there's enough elk down there. Let the cougars and bears eat them all. Well, and, and Melanie Rowland, one of the commissioners, said, um, boy, how'd she put it? Well, we're not going to kill more cougars so you guys can kill more elk. And the biologists are like, that's not what we're doing no. here. Not at all. The, this elk herd cannot sustain unless we do intervene. We have to help them out. They collared 125 calf elk last spring. Currently, nine nine of those survived. And about, I think, 55 or 60 were confirmed cougar kills. Um, this year, they couldn't even collar the 125 they needed for the study. They got 109 calf elk. This, listen, this elk herd will crash and we'll, it'll be gone. Um, the caribou up in the northeast corner of the state. Remember we used to have yeah. Oh, yeah. some caribou? They're gone. Wolves. Gone. Yeah. Because we didn't intervene and help them out. So, yeah, that's our commission. They don't care. They, they, they're anti-hunting. They are. That's the problem. Blatantly anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-opportunity. And then this attitude is bleeding into, into, into WDFW right now. And so there's one way we can, we can address this. And that's in three months at the ballot box. No incumbents 2022. There's not a single statewide politician that deserves to get reelected. I mean, and, it's, and it goes deeper than just our wildlife issues. But, but right now. Puget Sound Steelhead, for an example. Puget Sound Steelhead, for Where sure. Was that? Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and so, so right now we have an ocean that's, that's, that's in really great shape. We're seeing good Chinook runs. That's right. And yet we're seeing this, the shortest, smallest Chinook seasons that we've ever seen. You know, and, and so, you know, something's got to change. It's, it's probably got to start at the ballot box, dude. And, and, and if you, you, you can't sit on the sidelines of this because there's, there's our traditional outdoor pursuits are under attack. I mean, again, the Second Amendment to our Constitution is there to protect the First Amendment, right? That's right. And we can't lose either of these. And, and, and I, don't, I hate to go political, but at this point when, when I've seen stalwarts like, like Larry Carpenter get kicked out of the commission and, you know, he was such a voice for, for opportunity – you know, and, and he's not there anymore. And just you see some of the people that have taken his place that are blatantly anti-opportunity. You know, and we just we just want what's fair in our traditional outdoor pursuits. We're I got news for you, dude. We're, At we're this not point, lose we have to kick and scream. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only That's way squeak, we're going to get anything squeaky done. Wheel gets Time to get off the bench. That's it, yeah. man. Time to let your voice be heard. Vote them all sure. out in November. Remember in November for sure. All right, hey, Ryan Holt, dude. Thank you so much for coming absolute in. Pleasure, guys. Very excited about this partnership with Three Rivers Marine. As are we. If, if you if if you are interested in a pontoon, you guys got four Godfrey's down there that got to go. Yamaha power trailers and the and the whole bit. But you come in to come into Three Rivers Marine and uh, and mention the show. Do they have to say Ryan Holt to get a free T-shirt? Or we just you no. Just we're we're going to go uh, just mention the outdoor line for the free uh, T-shirt, and then uh, we'll get you some bonus material if you mention Reinhold. How yeah. about that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> get you some free raised bait or something. Yeah. I don't there know. you Figure go. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. You missed any of the show, jump on MyNorthwest.com, download that Apple, iPo- I, uh, Apple podcast app, or hit the outdoor line for, uh, for segments. Matt will have those up shortly. For, uh, and, and give us a follow on social media 
at Joe Pyburn, at Rob Ensley, at the Outdoor Line on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. For Matt Nelson behind the glass, Rob Ensley uh, up in Southeast Alaska, Reinhold Shook from ThreeRiversMarine.com, Joey Pyburn, I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station 710, the Seattle Sports app.